Welcome to Vision the Visible Podcast. I'm Amber. And my name is Derica. And we're two sisters working in corporate America. We're also independent travel advisors. So Derica, tell us about what Vision the Visible is. Well, everything starts with the mind. Thoughts become visions, visions become dreams, and it takes faith to make those dreams visible. So we're just two girls trying to live out our dreams. Right. With this podcast, we'll be talking about faith, entertainment, travel, entrepreneurship, trending topics, and so much more. So with that being said, let's jump right into this episode. Welcome back to Vision the Visible podcast. And we have some great things to discuss tonight on Married at First Sight. Uh, let you guys know what's been going on with us this week, right? But but first, let's always start off with some good news, right? Some good news. And we're going to talk about our play section. It's Put Love Above You uh, segment of this podcast. And it it's all about this man who broke into a school to save 20 people in the blizzard in Buffalo, right, you know, but right before Christmas, yeah, Yeah. right before Christmas, there was a big blizzard um, in 2022 Christmas, right? But before we go a little bit further, my name is Derica, by the way. Yes, (laughs) it's my co-host, my sister, Derica, and I'm Amber, and so um, how do you feel about it? And so since he did this wonderful act of kindness, right, because he didn't care about the laws like i said there's no law against life correct that's why you know you have the ambulances they go you know fast they go through the red lights because hey there's no law against life like when there's life or death situation you got to put the laws aside right okay and so what he did was very heroic it shows his um humility it just showed uh his just kindness you know um to, to for his fellow man and I, we just, you know, I know the Twitter well, people can't take him enough. to go and rescue those those people. So that's awesome. Exactly. And so in reward for his kindness, his great rescue, his heroic work, um, the Buffalo Bills has awarded him Super Bowl tickets. So wow, that's amazing. that is clap awesome. Right Let's now. clap Let's it up. up. Woohoo! See, sometimes it pays to be good, but you, but you know, you're not doing good to expect the reward, right? And I'm sure he wasn't doing it for that reason. He did it out of the pure kindness of his heart, mm-hmm. you know. So that's amazing. That is, it's awesome. So I know most guys just dream of going to the Super Bowl. So that's like probably one of his bucket list things that he just checked off. I mean, he saves 20 people's lives, and then he got Super Bowl tickets in return. I mean, right? Hey, um, so kudos to him. Um, I wish him much success and hope he enjoys the game coming up. And so, um, so Amber, what's been going on with you this week? Well, we are trying to potty train. Oh, so we, the heat is on. The heat is definitely on in the Russell household. Now daycare has kind of set me to the side. It's like, mom, he needs some big boy underwear. Oh, and okay. he needs some. Because we finna give you the fee. Okay, they didn't up the fee. They up the fee because it's not $13 more. $13. A week. A week. But isn't he using the same amount of diapers he's been using? Exactly. Isn't the same child, the same amount of urine? 
Right. I mean, I, I thought with daycare, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Like, I, I thought because I took daycare classes, I was really about to start a daycare. I had everything. It's another time, though. But I had everything ready to launch my daycare at one point. And um, you get cheaper as the child gets older, I thought. Not more expensive. You know, I, I, I really thought that I, I would prefer to have kept paying the same amount I'm paying and let other children who are part of train pay less than I am. Yeah. Not up me from what I was at because I'm paying baby prices anyways. I mean, so, but that's neither here or there. That's been on my, <laughs> my how my week's been going, trying to let him go commando, you know, with no uh, pull up or no you know, pamper. <laughs> so, is he, so is he responding to that? No, not at all. Not at all? He is not here for it. He likes to wash his hands. He okay. likes to flush. Mm-hmm. You know, but to get him to sit still on there and actually do it is a task. He likes the underpants because he got he got Paw Patrol. All of them are Paw Patrol. You know, he, he likes his underpants. So you tell him if he's, you know, he's uh, you know, using the bathroom on like, um, on what's her name? Chase and Marshall. What does he? How does he respond? He to don't that? care. He does not he care. Don't care her. He just let him be, <laughs> be wet. Okay, but what's the thing about your son? He does what he wants to do. Do when he want to do it, and that's how he came in his world. Yeah, I was pushing for ten hours with him. Kept on crowning. Didn't want to come back. Come out till he wanted to come out. So pushing for ten. Pushing for ten. Not labor, but pushing. Pushing. Ooh. I was in labor for like. 18 hours for sure or whatever or more imagine. Oh, yeah i have to do the math on that the time steps but um but yeah so that's that's been my week what's been going on with your week well i've been trying to um just get over um this sinus infection or whatever is going on with me you make my voice sound all raspy sounds like i smoke I newport <laughs> um, but i do not um, shout out to the newport smokers okay yeah, nothing, you know, <laughs> nothing against that but hey um, my voice, it sounds, it comes and goes. Yeah. You know, I, I sound, I don't know, it's weird. So I'm trying to get over that. Um, my mom's been sick. She's had pneumonia. Um, you know, she's, you know, been trying to take care of her. Yeah. Um, in the process, I haven't been getting as much rest that I normally would. And when you don't get enough rest, your immune system is compromised. compromised. Yeah. You can easily catch things or. But like I said, I don't know. I haven't been to the doctor, so I don't know if it's a sinus infection. I don't know if it was a cold. But I had, like, my eyes were hurting. Yeah, so I'm going to assume it's sinus. Yeah. So you can't catch sinus infection. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not contagious. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not, a, not necessarily a cold. But just been battling that. But I feel better today. Well, okay? good. Good. All right. So are you... um? Ready to get to the matters at hand. The MAFS. Yes. Matter for Sight. Season 16, episode 3. Talking about Music City Matrimony. Yes. So, okay. What, in your opinion, who had, like, the best vows overall? Overall, best vows. It would have to go to Shaq. Shaquille, right? All right, Shaq. When he was saying his vows to Kirsten, I felt that. I feel, and I feel like the type of guy he is, how he, how he carries himself on the show, he's ready. 
he's ready for this process. He's ready to commit to his wife. Um, I think he's gonna try to do everything in his power to save his marriage. He gives me I that vibe. That. I can see that. Totally, totally. So best vows goes to him. It was very heartfelt. I, I, it went with his character, everything. Um, Derek, so what was your worst vows on the show? Worst vows, in my opinion, would have to go to Eris. Woo, child. And I say that because it wasn't as sentimental. Um, it doesn't. It didn't speak much to um, a commitment or, you know, love so much. It was more so, I mean, it, it spoke to his insecurities. Yeah. Um, when he mentioned something about, you know, telling your secrets and I mean, love is that and you're not telling anybody or, um, you know, cause a lot of men feel like they can't tell women, they can't be vulnerable. Right. And then he talked about um, being patient with her, I guess, because of the fact women can't make up their mind when it comes to what they want to eat. Now, yeah, that may be true. Mm-hmm. It is, but he doesn't know her. How exactly. Does, how does he know that she's that way? She could be very decisive. Yeah, and know what she wants, but does, he doesn't know that though. I promise to be yeah, patient, patient with you when you don't and decide on what you want to eat. <laughs> yeah, share all share his food because because sometimes men feel like you know women, you know, have to um, they ask us what we want to eat, but We'll say we don't, we don't want anything, but then a few minutes later we want to get a some of their fries or you know whatever. Right, story time. I, I guess he's trying to play off of that stereotype, but at the same time you don't know her like that. You don't know if she's that way. Yeah. She could say no, I want my own. Matter of fact, I want too. You don't know how she may be. Exactly. So, you know, then it is kind of ended right there. It didn't. It didn't. You know, that's one thing to like. I guess. If you have a like a fun relationship, you had some kind of background on her, mm-hmm. that would be good and a good playful moment. And then you continue to be more serious after the jokes. But it just ended like right on the there. jokes. Yeah. Yeah. They did their traditional vows, of course, still. Mm-hmm. But then they did their personal vows. And his was just really short. You know what I'm saying? But her but hers, um, was more heartfelt. Yeah, hers was, hers was like kind of second even, to and me. Even he felt like he shouldn't have gone after her like that. He was like trying to dunk after um what he said, Vince Carter. Is it Vince Carter. Yeah, he said it's like don't do a slam like the Vince Carter. Like even the pastor was like, "You better come with it, boy." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Really, yeah. dude? Like, gotta go after that?" So I and that was he didn't have anything after that. He did not. So. But um, back on the little food thing. So let me do story time real quick. All right. All right. So, you know, guys, I'm married. My wonderful husband, Jason, right? But um, on our very first date, guys, he told me that I buy anything you want on this menu. Just eat what's on your plate. Don't don't eat off me. I'm looking like, I don't even know you, dude. And I don't even like, I don't even do that like that for real. I don't. I know a lot of women do it, like, and my my husband's mom, like my mother in law, she does it. She's like addicted to it. And so, so I guess so he has some some um, pent up aggression. Uh-huh. Pent up, he feel like relationship. He's he taking that out on you. Taking it out on me, like you're gonna be like his mom, his mom with like always, you know, his plate. And like you know, I guess she be like, you know, they played the name, like, oh, I was gonna eat. They be like, I'm gonna eat that, you know. Yeah, what I'm yeah. So, but he took that all on me. I'm like, dude. So I feel like. 
I had a little flashback moment of that, like, but you know, but now, you know, I, while we're in love and everything like that, like my husband, he loves, he loves to offer me some of his plate now. What? Yes, girl. So the time has changed, honey. But yeah, he was one that was like, had an issue with me sharing his plate and stuff in the beginning. Like, what anybody want off your plate? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely love. So, um, shout out to you, babe, if you're listening. <laughs> all right, back on track. <laughs> all right, all right. So, like, um, so last episode of Married at First Sight, you know, there were three couples that got married, and this episode they finished it on out with the um last two, and so it was Eris and and uh, was it Jasmine? Yeah, Eris and Jasmine. Yeah. So. It ended with like the runaway groom, like the groom's cousin, um, Eric's cousin. She was then set against him not um getting married at first sight. And so he left off saying, like, Oh, I'm having a fight for my marriage before I even get married. Right. You know? And but she he was. but she knows, you know, him and she you know, has some kind of feeling about maybe he's not gonna be as serious. Like, let's come on, let's go. You don't have to do, do this. this, yeah. But anyway, long story short, they proceeded to get married because we just talked about their vows. And the, the attraction seems to be there. He seems like he's into her. He likes her. Yeah. And um, same goes for her. She thought that he was handsome. Yeah. Um, her husband was fine. Fine, honey. That's what she <laughs> thought, honey. Yeah. So, um, like, it's, okay, so look, fast forward a little bit. They get married. And then they're on the, like, the little couch and they're having their champagne with one-on-one, trying to get to know each other. Yes. Oh, God. Asking questions. And apparently, she is a dog lover, a dog yes. breeder. To be exact, dog breeder. Yeah. She says she has four she has, dogs. Yeah, she has four dogs. She has four golden poodles. And then she's like has nine, nine puppies in a kennel. So 13 dogs total. Ooh, child. And she kept like laughing it off, and I could tell he was so not happy about that. Like, yeah. oh my god, you got thirteen dogs. He even said he may have to be a snitch and turn and, into and the turn county. Out, he said that got oh. to be some kind of law against, of, all, against these all these dogs. That's thirteen dogs, in your and I'm with him on that. Like, report her. Honestly, guys, like I, you know, I have she a thing. They're in a kennel, so that don't mean. That they're in all or in her house, per se. You don't know. It could be she has an off-site location where she breeds the dogs. Let's hope so, but for her home. Yeah, let's hope so. But I know that dog lovers. I mean, I'm not a. I love all God's creatures, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't like all God's creatures, so I don't prefer being in the same room with the dog. In the same space, like I dogs invade my bubble, mm. and I'm a person that I'm not um very touchy feely. I'm not either, and I'm like yeah. I'm not even with humans. And so I'm like, okay, why would I let a dog all up in my personal space like that? So I'm like very standoffish with dogs, and um I will like I see a dog come, I go the other way, honey. It's a, it's a oh. fear. It's a fear there. It's a fear there. And it's valid, you know. And you know, all that. So people are some people are afraid of dogs. So I'm art. I am afraid as well, but I won't show the animal that I'm afraid. I try to just be as calm 
as I possibly can when I'm around them so they won't, you know, try to attack me or or anything. I try to become invisible if I can. Yeah, and I don't think all dogs are going to attack me. Like, people yeah. have that, if you say you're scared of dogs, I'm scared of, like, the feeling they give me, like, the warm body thing. It just does not rub me the right way. Like, it makes me, like, freak out. I have a whole episode, but... You know, everybody has their own thing that they don't like. Like people don't like balloons popping. People don't like screeching on the on the chalkboard. You know what I mean? Like a fork. You know, what I'm saying like people have their thing, their quirks and stuff. It's dogs for me, but I love them. They're cute. I, I mean, They're give me a calendar with them on there. I mean, they are the cutest things ever. I love hearing about dogs. Like you know, people be telling me about they dog stories, all that kind of stuff. It's just like I don't hate them. It's just I don't like them in my personal bubble. Yeah. And so- um. I so, try to avoid so, it at all costs. Yeah, like so, at all costs, I try yeah, to avoid so it. So with Aries, he may be. He be like know, me. Like he may that. not like dogs at all. Like around him, definitely causing him some major. I issues. would have serious anxiety if that was me. So that's why I probably that's probably why I never went on the show because I'm like I'm, I'm not gonna put me with a dog. <laughs> right. And so, Lord, I would love to see that. Ooh, I would have. I would have. Ooh, You're no. married now. Oh no. Oh I would no. Have loved to see that. Oh no. Oh no. Because darling. That would have been a great show. I would show. like tape up the show, Dr. Pepper. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Okay. Okay. So let's let's do another note. What is who was the best dressed bride or groom? Hmm. Um, I think I think it could have been Jasmine. Yeah. Her dress was very elegant. It showed off her curves. It had enough beating, it had enough, you know. Like bling, but not too much. It had a little sparkle, you know. It just was yeah. lace. It was sheer, you know. It just was a nice dress, very, very elegant. Now, who was the worst dress? In your opinion, in my opinion, yes, your opinion, my own Robert. personal opinion. There, the person I feel like the worst dress on the on the aperture or at the wedding. It ain't even a cast member. Oh, you you look in the audience. In the audience, honey. I'm looking deep down in the audience, and I'm looking at Jasmine Mom. Oh, Jasmine Mama, I tell you, honey, child, where you were going with all that tool on that <laughs> mesh? Oh Lord, <clears throat> that was not giving Mother of the Bride. I don't know. I'm not sure what it was giving, but it was not giving Mother of the Bride outfit. You're so you know, so you. she wanted to do her. She wanted to go outside the box with what she wanted to get done. And she then, did it. From a distance, when she was sitting down, it looked okay. But then it had like a close-up view. It was yeah. a lot of tool on the shoulders and the shoulder. Yeah. Like I didn't know if it was the dress was puffled up at the top or her sitting down and scrunched up. But then one scene it looked halfway decent. I don't know what was going on. I don't know. I don't know. But it was, I love the color. It, maybe she had it made. Yeah, I think she had it had it made. And she you probably know? told him to put all that on there. But I think that was not the dress for this show um moving right along to let's see about who handled the pressure the best when they came across the in-laws and like the friends and stuff who handled the pressure the best Erica oh I guess it had to be Shaq yeah um he's very sure of himself it seems um, you know, he didn't have a problem addressing any of their questions or concerns, but with the many eyes but too. The family, you know, still looking kind of like suspect. you still a stranger yeah, though. I'm like, well, yeah, he you is. Know, you seem too put together. You seem like this, you know. So I mean, he handled it well. He, I mean, you know, he 
Yeah, flawlessly. Confident in himself. So go ahead, Shaq. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, Shaq does handle the he he handles the sweat, the pressure. Um, Jasmine as well. I think Jasmine, um, she did as well with that cousin. The cousin that wanted to end, let him run away. Oh, yeah. The cousin, the cousin was like, kept on asking and her it. questions. Like, kind but Jasmine right. had everything she wanted. She had an answer for everything. Then the cousin going to say at the end, like, oh, well, she do pageants anyways. Like, she know how to answer the question before you even ask you. Like, I'm like, she read, she's so ready for the question. She's so used to re- answering all these questions from the pageants. She just, she, you know, she didn't believe it that she said for real because she know how to answer questions. But, you know, some people, I don't care what you say, it's not going to be good enough. It ain't going to be good enough. So she's going to be a hater. already have a biased attitude towards the whole situation. Uh-huh. Like, everybody fake. Yep. Like, my cousin fake. So I know you got to be fake, too. For you to be on this process with yeah, him. because y'all got some people that, you know, whatever. That's, that's, probably, that's her feelings towards it, probably. Yeah. So the girl, was, I mean, she, you're just not meeting the girl. You don't know how she is. She could be the most honest person in the world. And I believe she but is. But you just feel like she's giving pageant answers. But did you ask her something that wasn't um, a way for a pageant person to back out of? Exactly. Like, you're going to give a canned question. Why are you going to get married at first sight? That's yeah. a canned question. Yeah. They have like, rehearsed this question so many times before. Even for the show. Ask her. What do you do when you get mad? What you know? What I'm saying? Yeah, they didn't give like, her the right questions like, to ask. They didn't go you, in do depth. You, do you hold grudges? Stuff like that. That try, try to pull some other answers that she probably not prepared for. Yeah, but you know, generic questions. You're gonna get a can answer. Simple. Yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah. All right. So next thing is the best chemistry. So far, I think Nicole and Chris. Has the best chemistry. They were, oh, the, yeah. they were the second couple that got married this episode, yeah, right? They, yeah, yeah. So they were the very last ones to get to get married on here. Nicole and Chris, like right off, he seemed like a gentleman. Um, seems very endearing, you know. Yes, and um, she doesn't mind. Like they they kiss at the altar. Yeah. Um, did. they kept kissing when the pictures and stuff was going. I mean, they they did not shy away from each other. And they were very touchy-feely, you know. And I, I like that it was kind of a natural attraction. You know, I like to see that when it's when yeah. it comes to this show. Um, the, he does seem like a sweetheart. He really does. He like does. He does. He, he does. does seem that way. And I think the worst chemistry of them all Ooh, yeah. was Dom and Mac mm-hmm. McKinley. Yeah. Dominique and McKinley, I feel like they were very awkward after the vows when they went back. You know, everybody goes got to go and interact with each other, you know, like with the bride and groom. And when they got together, it just was not like sparks. It wasn't no. even though I think they both feel like the, each other are attractive. Uh-huh. And also let's talk about how far away he was at the altar. Like he yes. leaned in so far for the kids. Oh, but even before then, I mean, he putting was, the rings on. Yeah, like he actually like had his hand like so far stretched toward her. I'm like, dude, come on in. Are you afraid of her? Yeah, I'm and like, I feel like what's really going on? Yeah, I'm like, dang, it's because she, you know, I'm hoping it's not a racial thing. Like, oh, that was maybe because she's kind of half black or something. I'm like, what the heck, uh, Mac? You know, <laughs> Why you know, he, so far away he, from the daughter? Kind of thrown off, seemed like like. 
Yeah. You ain't gotta get on me. I Girl. Don't know what's going on? <laughs> I know. I hope he's not like that. I really hope it's not like that. He said, I mean, a part of the after show, the kind of question kind of came up a little bit. Um, well, I'm kind of going a little bit further than I want to right this very moment. But um, he seems to not have a problem with the color of her skin. So, right. So, we're going to leave it right there for now. Right. That brings us to our next uh, topic is tension. Like, it could be the cast members, it could be their family. Like, when tension, who has the tension on the show? Like, what you feel like? Clutching the pearls moments. Um, it was obviously uh Dom and Max's mom. Okay, same thing. Coming up with like yeah, you know, the the race the issue because she was issue. like, I want to make sure I'm comfortable. Like she's like, I'm growing up in the South. I'm biracial. Uh-huh. Um, she, she was like, I just want to be accepted for who she is. Yeah, and so <laughs> his mom just said, Hmm. Um. Yeah, marriage is hard. Yeah, marriage is hard. Like. That was not the proper response for that type of a statement. Right. That was your that opportunity was your yeah, that was your to show the, to tell that girl that, hey, I'm not racist. I love all people. Like, you're I'm, beautiful. I accept I, you as my yeah. daughter. I may not have agreed how my son got Did this married, process, yeah. But I don't have no problem with, with your you. skin and your That's race. I can tell you're a lovely girl. That was her way. That should have been her response. But man, it's hard. Her into the, family. the way she said it, the girl said, I want to be accepted for who I am. And you said, yeah, marriage is hard. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Like, what? What are we going to see? I, I don't want to wait around to see if you're going to, um, <laughs> you know, like, be that, talking yeah, about me behind my back. not the right answer. Not it at and, all. And so that came up on uh, the after show. And he said that his mom and, you know, his family is, is welcoming. He has, he, he said he had like friends. He said he yeah, he's a melting pot, so he loves he don't have don't have an issue with any people or something he yeah. said on, on the after he show. He said she was just I guess stunned by the process and not particularly or the question. Uh huh. And so he just don't think she just understood what she was wanting. But I'm like, nah, boo, you should know. And I feel like that's that, that should be some kind of like duty as the 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 majority race, the white people. That should be your duty to kind of like know those triggers know when you need to step up and say things to give african-americans and any other minorities out there to, to the inkling of okay i'm not i'm not one of them i'm not one of those races i'm not one of those bigots i'm not one of those you know yeah. to, let us know reassure us to knowing you're not you're on our side when it exactly. comes to this thing called race and inequality okay so uh let's talk about um parental issue even though that was kind of a parental issue um but what else uh what other people that had a parental issue well for this um particular episode it, it would be nicole's dad oh um, the speech oh yeah i'm throwing f-bombs <laughs> that was so tacky dude dude that was tacky awkward i'm not gonna say what i really said but let's just know that i threw a lot of f-bombs when she told me she was getting married at first sight like okay then okay yeah like that's not the time or the place to be talking about that and you got the microphone in your hand at the reception like come on dad don't do that don't do that and then um i mean also dawn's mom she made good points when she was talking to um her what's the husband name? mckinley yeah mckinley 
she was saying, hey, tell him that, you know, her mother, her and her mother was black. That, hey, my daughter is biracial, but hey, we're black. We're all black. Now, is your is your parents and her grandparents going to find an issue, you know, about us being black? Because we are 100% black. And he was like, no, there's no issue, whatever. Like, okay. And then, you know, she was just saying, you know, her little one-on-one with the camera, you know, she was saying that um, he seems nice, but... Jeffrey Dahmer was nice too. Yeah, that was so funny. Like you know, but she was right. But you know, and then also like she has her her um husband is um is white, so it wasn't like she had a you know preconceived idea because of his race. She was just saying that just because you're nice doesn't mean that you're not capable of doing something bad. Exactly. You know, so she wasn't fooled by the whole you know nice guy thing at least right off. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And um, what about, let's end on a good note with this. The receptions were, I can tell the energy in the room, right? Like, what reception had the best, like, you know, when we go to a wedding, we want to dance. When we go to the reception, we, we, wanna, we want to do all the wobble, all the line dances. Like, I really wish I was at Shaq and Kirsten's wedding. They were in it. Hey, they were vibing, wasn't it? It was a vibe in there. Yeah. It was definitely a vibe. I mean, they did. Like, everybody's wedding showed like a little slow mo because like, you know how some people can't have a rhythm, but they slowed it down, you know, to make everybody look like they were dancing good, you know. But I feel like the energy in uh, Shaq and Kirsten's wedding, yeah, was it was for me. It. He was getting it. He really was. Yeah. He was crunk. He wasn't being shy. That I think that she let her guard down a bit more, and you know, yeah, you know, he didn't get permission to kiss her and all that good stuff. He like, I'm but, not taking down. Yeah, really, I'm really take it down. down. <laughs> yeah, so um, I really, you can say, I really did enjoy seeing him dance. You know, that was that was that was a good thing. Hey. You know, Shaq dancing, it kind of like reminded me of your wedding. Ooh. When your husband you know, started, you know, grinding up for you. Okay, you can you grind up with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, I was not ready for that. Like, my husband is the most non-rhythm is having. No rhythm. No rhythm at all. None dancing. None dancing this person I know. Don't bob his head. Don't even bob his head, pat his feet, nothing like that. Like, he just don't. He just don't. Yeah, he loves music, you know. He he likes music, I guess, but he just don't he don't subscribe to the like rhythm of the beat, right? And so, for him to like, I knew right there that he loved me because you know what? He don't dance. He like my, me and my family don't dance. We don't do that kind of mess. I'm gonna dance. I'm like I I I had mentioned to him like, I we got married in 2018. Uh-huh. I was like, oh snap! Like I saw Tank got married that same year, like earlier. I think he married got married in May or so. And I was like, oh, we got married in October. So I said, dancing take. No, he was dancing on his wife. You know what I'm saying? I told him that. Girl, my husband, like, I guess ever since then, when I told him that, he was he was practicing, girl, because what? I was not prepared. I didn't know he was going to do all that. He shocked his mom. Okay, too. he shocked everybody at the wedding. Like, everybody like, Jason? Jason doing yeah. all this? Like, sleeve, yes, I was like, don't make me fall. Though. I was like, these little chairs, I don't want you to like grind over me to look too hard and I go back. Like, that would be bad Instagram morning. <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't, don't make me fall, James. Like, do what you want to do, but don't make me fall. I was telling him that the whole time, like, don't make me fall. <laughs> 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 but 
But yeah, that was a that was a little bit like my wedding though, but he did all that. But thank you, babe, for doing that. I and liked then, it. And then um uh Kirsten's mom, she looked like she enjoyed it. Yeah. Looked like she enjoyed seeing him dance with her like that. She was smiling, like, oh, look at my baby. Yeah. So that that was a good time. I think that was a good vibe. Um, definitely the best wedding that I could see our, us going to off the show, right? Right. It seems such like somebody we know, you know, very familiar. Right, exactly. Exactly, exactly. I mean, out of all the seasons, out of all the seasons the show has been on, their reception seemed like something we would go, go to, you know, and people we know, because our families, we love, they love dance. Yeah. We love to dance, you know, so that's cool. Are you going to yes. talk about the, um, the next show? What about um? What's about the is podcast? That, is, that, is that a wrap for for this one? No, nah, I mean, I like. Okay, so another thing I like. Oh yeah, is go ahead. I'm sorry. With the with the manifest site is um the I'm looking forward to the next show, next uh episode where they get to know where they're going. It looks like from the from the shirts and the flags I saw in the in the um. In the, what it's called the trailers, I guess for the next yeah. show, they're going to Jamaica. I think. Oh, okay. So yeah, so they're going to Jamaica, man. So I I would like to see because like Married at First Sight, they have the best honeymoon destinations. I'm not even kidding. Like they always find the best looking resorts and all that kind of jazz. So, but um, I'm looking I'm looking forward to see how they are. But they said like Kirsten. And Shaq may not be able to go. So I'm interested to see how they're going to play out because they're going to be going a little later than everybody else to the honeymoon because he got like a paper or something due or some like assignment or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, God, dog, bad timing, bad timing. But I mean, that's why I like. But this was a great, great um, episode overall. Um, I, I got a little bit more information about everybody. I don't think I still, the jury's still out on the airs. And Jasmine with me, like they're they're not my couple. I'm I'm trying to make I'm rooting for um I think Nicole and Chris. They have better chemistry. But my next runner ups are Kirsten and Shaq. But the but when the when the trailers roll for them in the later on in the episodes and stuff, they look a little rocky. With Kirsten and Shaq, so I'm not. I'm yeah, not. I, think I don't know what how to judge it. Attracted to him, right? I, I I knew that with the haircut thing. You know, we knew that from the haircut thing. We was like, they gonna be probably a problem. I thought she had got over it, but we are gonna see next. Leaving the reception. Yes, yeah, so we are gonna have to see. We gonna have to really see. Yeah, we gotta see. Now. It's a good. It's a good season. It's gonna be a great season. I can tell a lot of lot of drama. I saw like in the clips, they're gonna like Dominique and them have a little tiff or uh, you know some kind of spat too so we're gonna see how this this season plays out guys we're gonna be right here this giving y'all like all our breakdown everybody. everybody nobody yeah. safe nobody <laughs> nobody nobody baby <laughs> nobody safe <laughs> okay so i think that's a, we're gonna put a tech in married at first sight uh so Dirk let us know about uh, Real Housewives of Potomac. 
Okay, the Real Housewives of Potomac. So last week, we left off where Karen and Sharice were arguing, oh, right? Lord. Yes. And the drama continues. Whoo, child. Okay. Karen is still mad at Sharice. She felt like she attended her mom's funeral for clout. Okay. She said that she actually took it upon herself to stick her head in her family's limo so she could know that she attended the funeral. Now, that could go both ways. On one hand, that could be cloud chase. On one hand. On one of And them. the reason I say that because that's not normal funeral etiquette, in my opinion. Hmm. Now, you could have shown your face during, you know, the viewing and everybody walking in. March, you could have, you know, stopped at, at Karen. Yeah. And that way she would see you then. Yeah. Because that's when everyone is, you know, cons- consoling or, you know, at least shaking the hand or tapping, the, you know, hugging the family or some kind of, you know, form of remorse or, you know, whatever. I mean, condolences, not remorse. Right. Condolences. But, um, Unless she was, she got to the funeral late. Yeah. Now, if you're and she, late, and she she came in late, and they and she didn't get to view the body, or or she could have gotten there early. Yeah. And already had been, been seated. there and seated and was sitting down in the, at the church before the family got there and before the the visitors and, and stuff. The, visitors the procession got there. The procession already started, and she might have already gotten there early, and. Karen wasn't going to have an opportunity to see her. Yeah. But maybe she should have thought about that if she got in, got there early. She could have just went ahead and got back in line. And that way, that would be her opportunity to see Karen. Yeah. But at the end of, of the, you know, funeral, uh, I don't think people do that, though. Like, unless you're kind of like family, maybe. Yeah, I don't think nobody really think thinking would... they're heading on limo. I but know, I don't think I would do that. But Even I mean, if I but here's the thing, I I have a difference in that. Like I say, um, if I travel like four hours or whatever, two hours or whatever more that she traveled to go to that funeral, I'm gonna make sure somebody see me that, a little bit. That's like, like that's part that's of why she like yeah, she's like okay, I'm gonna let her know that I have came all this way to see your beloved mother or father who passed. And yeah. I feel like I don't. I don't feel like that's something that's just totally wrong. It may not be the right etiquette to stick your right head in a limo. You know what? You know what they doing? You know they. You know wiping their eye. They got boogles. You don't know what they got going on. Why you gonna stick your head over their window or in a limo like that? But yeah, I feel like for that distance, it wasn't convenient. You know, so I feel like she was going out of her way. You know, on the, on the flip side of things, she went out of her way to drive all the way down there, where she could be doing other things. To be over there at the funeral. You know what I mean? And so I feel like that should give a little bit of kudos to her. A little bit. But it could be like some kind of like. And I, I honestly don't clout. think. I don't think Sharice did it to be malicious or just for a shine. Right. Now, like I said, that was one part. Of, I, I, I feel I don't really have a side. I was not there. I'm not team Karen. I'm not team Sharice. Right. They're not my, you know absolute favorites on the show but i don't have nothing against any one of them you know what i'm saying yeah so on the flip side to that they had like a flashback moment where karen brought that up about you know maybe sharice's clout chasing and her you know her aunt 
uh, Val, Karen's yeah. on Val. Uh-huh. I think she was saying that if she never mentioned her doing that on the show, then she came from a sincere place. So yeah. now, when I think Sharice and Karen had, was at some event maybe a few seasons ago, Sharice brought it up then. She said, mm-hmm. and I was the only one that came to your mom's funeral. And, and Karen was like, yeah, you did. And that was like the end of that. So now, okay, Karen is feeling some kind of way about it. And my thing is, she should have brought it up. Or or that could have been the start of it. Yeah. That could have been the reason why she has not been talking to Sharice ever since. Because all what her auntie said, like, if she mentioned it on the show. At the beginning of this season, when Sharice saw Karen at her spring party, Sharice said, are we good? She said, we good. Well, no, she said, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. She sure did. She said, I'm, I'm good. good. And, and so on the surface, you would think, yeah, we're good. No, there's no beef. But this chick said, I'm, I'm good. good. So <laughs> that means I'm good on, on you. I'm good not being your friend. Mm. I'm good not resolving this. That's how I think Karen is going Meant to twist it. it. Yeah. Yeah. She meant it like I'm good. She did say I'm she good. She said with your on your first hearing that in that moment, I'm sure Sharice took it as. We're cool now. Yeah. I would but have too. She, yeah, because you're not you're expecting that person to be genuine in that moment if you're coming to them directly and acting like we good. Do we have a problem? I'm good. She said, I'm I'm good. Not we're cool, we're good, nothing. I'm good. So mm. yeah. And so then, you know, Giselle felt like you know, Sharice wasn't doing it for clout. Like, she came a long way to a no man's land, it yeah. seemed like. And, like, that's a lot of, that's a, that's a friend that would do that. And it's true. A friend would do that. Yeah. You know, it didn't matter. They showed their support. You're Clear their schedule to be there. You uh-huh. know, that's, that shows a true friend. You know, so I, that's why I said I can't really bash Sharice at all because, you know, it wasn't convenient for her to go to that funeral. And I don't care if it's clout chasing the wit like that. I mean, the distance alone, it kind of can make you feel like, okay, that was a genuine thing for her to do. Like, to clear her schedule on the Saturday morning, I'm pretty sure it was on the Saturday. Yeah. To go, on a fir- go to that funeral in, in the country. Probably lost sales service, all that kind of mess. So, um, so what else happened? So, we, so that was that. They're still in Mexico. Um, they end up going to, like, a cenote. They swim. And it's supposed to have some kind of, like, healing, healing powers stuff. Yeah. of some mm-hmm. kind. Um, but they were cold and it was full of mosquitoes. Um, they also like what um had some little, had some little beach time. Yeah, and I think um at this at this point, like Robin and um Karen got into it. You know, uh, Karen keeps taking shots at Robin about her wedding date. Yeah, now, now and, that's wrong. Yeah, it's like it's really none of your business when a woman get married if she don't want to tell you. She and you're not invited, you, darling. You're not invited at all. So yeah. why you keep on wanting to know what about the wedding? When is it? Who in it? She just know. feels like in? this is a sham. Like Robert is not getting married. That's why you don't have an answer. But my thing is, so what if they don't get married? They they They're already married. I mean, they already live together. They already live. Like, it's not. It's no difference in what they're already doing. So it's like they and they already been married before. Like I feel like okay, now if you are a person. That you just living with somebody for fifteen years or however long, I, over wow. f- over five years. Now I feel like you need to go ahead and go and get married. Both of y'all ain't never had a wedding 
But Robin and Juan has had a wedding. They got two kids together uh-huh. from that union. They didn't have any. They wasn't pregnant like before. He didn't. She didn't trap him. And then they got. They had the kids after they were married. I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like okay, they had two kids after they were married. All that kind of stuff. He cheated, I think, and all that. So now they want to get back married, but both of them have their reservations on the actual wedding. Both of them on the come up as far as they've been broke before. They don't probably want to spend all that on money if they didn't know the other person may cheat again. Exactly. You know what I mean? So why go into all that debt? You know what I'm saying? All that kind of stuff just to, just to have the housewives come and to critique every doggone thing they doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because how they did with their doggone um, live podcast show, I mean, Ooh, that girl, everything they did, they critique, critique. Karen was the main one. So I wouldn't invite her to nothing. Honestly, I would not. If I feel like I don't want to spend all that money on my wedding, now nah, y'all ain't coming. Just a nitpick. You're coming just a nitpick. Just to have something to say. Right. Like, girl, stay at home. Stay and at home. And she said, oh, if you got a, and Karen tried to like play it off by saying, oh, I want no way because it's in the gift or, send, you know, whatever. The one that was like, I don't need, need anything. no gifts. Just send me your well wishes and your prayers. That's all I need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let us have it. Make sure we do it right this time. You know? Like, we, we get the same check. Like, it's like swapping like, money. Like, yeah, we get the same check. Dad, I need to come. Like, why would I tell y'all? Right. But Robin is not helping her case any by keep changing plans. Yeah. She, one minute, you know, I'm getting married. I'm going to send a date. Then, in, in the limo, on a, on a, on a, on a outing, she says, oh, yeah, we set a date, but I'm not even sure if I want to have a wedding. See that? And yeah, it's, it's like, it's like up making, and down. Yeah, you're making your story not look good, Robin. I like Robin. And then she's like, you're going to have it at, the, at their brother wedding or whatever, somebody else they yeah, know where. Yeah, like they're, um, I think, they're, I think Juan's brother get married in Jamaica. Yeah, and they're going to have it there yeah. after they wedding. Yeah, in a little private ceremony, just tucked off by themselves somewhere. I mean, you know, it's cool for your family and everything. I'm mean, nothing wrong with that. That is your prerogative. But come on, right? I don't get it. You, you, you why they so secretive? But hey, yeah. they got. I mean, they got a right to be secretive. It's their business. But just no, nah, we don't want to hear it. If you ain't gonna say, if you ain't gonna get to give us no information, don't even bring it up. Yeah, don't bring it up at all. So, um. Then Mia and Jacqueline, they're still beefing. Yeah. Ooh, that's, te- have, that's terrible. They really didn't have that much to say this, this episode. episode. They're kind of like keeping their... Well, actually, they did. The distance a little bit. Jacqueline tried to, I guess, come in Mia's room and talk about it. But I don't think Mia gave her any kind of anything to work with. Or it's vice... Oh, it might be vice versa. I'm sorry. I, I'm rum- It's too many things I'm in my mind right now. But I don't, either way, both of them wasn't really entertaining the fact. Like, let's they, move on. Let's move let's on. Get let's this. become friends again. Right. I think Jacqueline was like, you know what? I'm done with this friendship. It's over with. It's not worth it. She's, oh, yeah. She, Mia was the one being distant because she said, you sold your soul to the devil, Mia. And I don't mm. want no parts of it. Mm. Like, that's what it was. Mia was not entertaining the resolve of the matter. But Dominique. When, Dominique. I mean, we're not Dominique with, uh, with Jacqueline. With Jacqueline. <laughs> yeah, with Jacqueline. You still on Mary Frisa. I'm Mary Frisa, yeah. <laughs> with Jacqueline and Mia, yeah. Oh, my voice. I'm like, oh my God. It's like, it's a, 
It's a little raspy. It's a little raspy, you know. But anyway, that's what happened with um, Mia and Jacqueline. Then Ashley and Candace, they kind of came to like a resolve. Um, How long that's going to last, though? Yeah. And it, it, I think it wasn't if uh, it wasn't for Candace made a made a profound statement to toward Ashley. Um, the whole thing about Chris possibly cheating on Candace. Yeah. Candace's response to that was Ashley, like because you have had your experience with your husband, and you all you may have some toxic tones mm-hmm. in your relationship does not mean that I need to hear what another woman had to say about my husband because I trust my husband. Right. You may not trust your husband. So everyone, very good reason to. Everyone that's going to respond to drama the way you do because you want receipts and you got to talk to the woman who said she slept with your husband. I don't have to do that. Because I know my husband did not sleep with Sesame Street. Oh my goodness, with Sesame Street. Candace didn't say that. But you gonna but throw that? You gonna throw that back in? I now. was just alluding to what Candace said. Candace last said. time. Now yeah. his girl, mine. Her name slipped my mind for the moment. But you just called her Sesame Street. She couldn't, you know. Let's just run with that. Sesame Street. Sesame but Street. I know the girl's name. It came to me. It came to me. Her name is Deborah. Okay. It came to me. I'm sorry. So she didn't have no reason to talk to Deborah. Mm-hmm. So Ashley agreed. She said, "You're right. That is my experience, mm-hmm. and I have to realize that not everyone needs that, that same. Yeah, need that validation. He hasn't given you a reason not to trust him. Meanwhile, Michael Darby has given her several reasons not to trust her. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, but I think." <laughs> He doing all that stuff. They say he doing. Grabbing right. butts and all Allegedly. that mess. He's doing. He's done a lot of stuff. Allegedly. Hotel rooms. Come on now, Michael Allegedly. Darby. Come on. You know. But yeah, I think that, that's a good spicy. Uh, that was a good episode. I went to sleep. Oh my goodness. But I, I saw bits and pieces. Hey. I got too they much drama. They have too much drama. To too much drama. Too much drama. So they, they, really, they really get to the end. With the drama on any of the housewives, period. But yeah, Potomac, we like them. Um, and the drama starts to heat up again for the next episode. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Wait till Sunday then. And Robin, I, maybe we're gonna find out who Blue Eyes is, guys. Maybe, girl. I so Karen supposed to have a boot on it. Yes. And that Robin Candace has, was talking about. Robin this. has receipts. Ooh, lord. And I can't wait to see him. I'm gonna be honest. Please come on with the receipts, honest. honey. Until they have receipts, it have, ain't true. I don't have drama in my life, so these shows bring a lot. Of, they bring a lot of spice, okay? Yeah, cause we just live in our own little lane. I, you know, I don't have drama, you know. Thank God, thank but God, these honey, people on these reality shows just like it blow your mind at stuff they get into. Yeah, and the thought processes they have about the stuff they do. It's just entertaining to us, and so yeah, it's our, hey, it's a guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure is the is the reality, reality shows, shows, but like I say. Yeah. Uh, we all we always want to, um, you know, uplift and encourage, and uh, allow you guys to think and and aspire to do better and greater things. Like I said, that's why we started the podcast. 
But like I said, the entertainment part, it's like we got to do like the guilty, our guilty pleasure. Yeah. We got to, we got to do that. But like I said, we want to do like positive things, like with the put love above you. And like I said, we always want to inspire you guys because like I said, whatever you guys think it, think, you know, it shall be so if you put forth the work in doing so. Like I said, it's striving to get to those steps. And like I said, I love, you know, doing affirmations. Like I said, we used to call it confessions at church right yeah, we used to call I, it confession I, I, like daily uh, vitamin. right daily oh. vitamin so um but yeah i we really want y'all to subscribe to like you know affirming your day you know um saying what you want your day to be like and i'm pretty sure if you stick with it and keep saying it it will be that way so like i said it's the vision to visible like i say you you want your day to go this way you want your life to go a certain way visualize that speak it out loud you know, meditate on it, think about it all the time. And it's, and it's going to happen. It is going to happen. And so, um, like I said, a lot of these play, people in these reality shows, okay. They live a lifestyle that we kind of want to live as far as the financial side. Right. So they give you, they give you a little bit of insight on what your life could be financially. And they let us see like, okay, this is achievable for this type of lifestyle. No, we don't want those problems they have. No, we don't want the drama they have. Don't want it. We don't want it. We don't want to subscribe to the drama, but it's entertaining. But, you know, the different professions that people are in, the different um, things they're into, the different brands, you know, all this kind of stuff plays along in reality TV shows. And so we want to like spotlight some things and let you guys know, like always aspire to um, to the good, you know what I mean? The bad, you know, it's entertainment, right? But the good is like, they are, you know, taking these trips and they are, you know, sometimes they do a lot of different things in charity. Sometimes they do, um, you know, have these different types of houses. It, it exposes you to a lifestyle that you may not be into right now. And so you can always say, Hey, I know I like, I don't like the way the person is morally, but I aspire to have a mansion like that one day. I aspire to have a car like that one day. I aspire to have a business. I want to go in that profession and I want to do this differently in my own way. And you can do that kind of thing. If you visualize it first, like say you give yourself. You gotta get the vision. Gotta get the vision. By the vision, people perish. The vision will make it visible. (laughs) Right, right. It's right. Vision to visible. Vision to visible. Right there in the middle. That's where your face is getting activated, people. Okay. Right. You got to activate that faith. Okay. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. 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 We crazy, y'all. But yeah, <laughs> we got to activate that thing. So, okay. So that leads us to our, our last segment of uh, the podcast is our travel tips, right? And oh, so, yeah. Travel tips. So with, with Merit to, um, well, with Merit at First Sight, we mentioned that they may look like they're going to Jamaica, man, right? And so we want to make sure that y'all know that last week was the was the um get your passport, right, for the international. But like I said, this week we want to talk about don't go into debt to travel. I know he's like, okay, Amber, what the heck? You know, we got to spend money to go out of town. Right, you do. But like I said, don't go into debt that you know you can't. No going to major debt that you know you cannot pay back. Okay, so it's great to use your credit cards to go on trips. It's great to, you know, um, use, you know, maybe savings or whatever like that. Tap in some of that, 
you know, get a little bit out. But if you know you're not going to put that stuff back, reframe your trip. Or like I said, and definitely use a travel agent because we can put you on some type of payment plan, right? Right. So, like, don't go into any major debt for the dream trip you want to go on. Or even just a right now trip, you know, don't go into any major debt you know you can't put back. Um, so that's our tip. You know, we know we want to travel more. We want to live ex- exciting experiences. Okay. But don't go into any major debt because ultimately we want to make sure you are living the best life. And living the best life, it it involves having your finances in order. Right? Right. So in order to get that vision to visible, we got to be smart about the choices we make. Don't go into any major debt trying to go and travel everywhere. So get your house in order. With that being said, please, please, please uh, like this podcast. Rate this podcast. Rate it. Share it with your friends. I know we posted on social media. Our links to this podcast is on Spotify. And we're going to try to put it on, you know, Apple and go on, you know, and all the other platforms and streaming. So please, please, please share Tell a friend to tell a friend. Right. To check out Vision of Visible podcast, okay? Right. And like I said, we're on Instagram and Facebook. And we're on TikTok. And, and TikTok. So, hey, hit us up in the comments about the uh, all these shenanigans on, this, on these shows, guys. So, hit us up in the comments about what you guys think about what we've said, what happened in the show. Did you like it? Do you agree with us? Did you not agree with us? We would love to hear you, what you had to say. And, um... Go out there and be y'all best selves, guys. All right. We love you. And we guys, and we will see you guys next week with another recap of Mavs and the Real Housewives of Potomac. Right. All right. Bye, guys.